1: Welcome back to the second hour of the Colleen and Bradley Show this Friday, December twenty seventh. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts and Ryan from the Donna and Steve Show is joining us today. And you've been, you've been, you guys have been all over the place. I feel like for the last week or so, right? How you feeling? You holding up?
0: It's gonna stay that way. Until the end of next week. I'm yeah. always
2: <laughs> sleep-deprived and exhausted and hungover this time of year, so oh, it's just part of it. So it's like,
0: I'm going to park my bod in front of this board, and I'm yeah. going to punch some buttons. I'm no having big fun. deal. I'm having fun.
2: <laughs> well, while you guys
1: are uh, you know enjoying the bloat of the holiday season, let's, uh, let's do what we do really well, I think, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, if I do say so myself. Let's uncover some of pop culture's mysteries in the form of a, uh, well, let's get the Cobra Gang together, shall we?
0: Whenever there's trouble. Whenever there's trouble. Without well, the double. With a program. If you've got the
1: crime, we've got the time. With a Gang. We love to solve pop culture mysteries on The Colleen and Bradley Show. Today, it's Kevin Spacey. Oh my God. Oh, oh my God. Bradley. He is a murderer and a bad person who mm. touches people. Mm. Okay. So I saw this headline, and we need to get to the bottom of it. I saw this headline that a Kevin Spacey accuser has died by suicide. Now, any other day of the week in any other universe that is not the one we are currently living in, that would seem like just a weird coincidence worthy of not much discussion. Right? Right. Like this guy who was implicated in a case against this actor who is disgraced. Died tragically by suicide. That would be just a sad story, and mm-hmm. we would move on after we acknowledged it. However, we live in a world uh, where nothing is real, and everyone smokes. Right? Put it on a T-shirt. That is our motto. Mm-hmm. That will be on it. It actually was on our shirt. Uh, fair shirt <laughs> this year. Anyway, yeah. Back to the story. Because we know that nothing is real. And everyone smokes in Hollywood. When you see a Kevin Spacey connected person. um, Leave this planet. I'll just leave it that you have to ask questions because why this is not the first person. However, then you add to that, Holly, the fact that he released a video Kevin Spacey did. On Christmas Eve, on Christmas Eve, the day before this person passed away. Yeah. Right. right. Let's start with the video that Kevin Spacey received and then we'll go to the tragic news and then we'll talk about why this is even weirder and what it all really means.
0: Yeah. So just to set this up briefly, uh, Kevin Spacey, who we don't really hear much of these days, he released this video on his social media accounts on Christmas Eve. All right. So we hadn't heard from him in about a year, and the last time that we had formally heard from Kevin Spacey on Twitter was in when he released that other weird video that we were talking about. But listen to the audio from this Kevin Spacey video, and just let it speak for itself, and then we'll discuss. You didn't really think I was going to miss the opportunity to wish you a Merry Christmas,
1: did you? It's been a pretty good year, and I'm grateful to have my health back. And in light of that, I've made some changes in my life, and I'd like to invite you to join me. As we walk into 2020, I want to cast my vote for more good in this world. Ah, yes,
2: I know what you're thinking. Can he be serious? I'm dead serious. And it's not that hard, trust me. The next time someone does something you don't
1: like, you can go on the attack. But you can also hold your fire and do the unexpected. You can kill them with kindness. What? Okay, so if that video was not creepy enough, again, Kevin Spacey many times over accused of touching people sexually inappropriately in some cases uh boys under the age of 18
0: yes he is accused. he has been accused of sexually assaulting boys he
1: uh, the allegations were so serious and credible that he was removed from a show that he helped make famous house of cards The same show, which he was ripping the character off to, he was playing the Frank Underwood character in that video that you saw. Mm -hmm. And this is now the second time that he's pulled Frank Underwood out of, you know, retirement. Um, spoiler alert. And, um, because he was kicked off the show to make some point, a point we don't really know what he's trying to make, but it, it, it asks a lot more questions than it gives answers. Yeah. He does that video the day before. This happens. Right. And this is...
0: This is the passing of one of his accusers and uh, that accuser named Ari Ben uh, died by suicide on Christmas Day. So we hadn't really had a chance to talk about this, me and Colleen, while you were gone, Bradley, because all we heard was that video that Kevin Spacey posted on Christmas Eve. We deconstructed that. That in and of itself is just a layered mess of creep. But then we learned this news on Christmas Day that Ari Ben, the ex-husband of a Norwegian princess who accused Kevin Spacey of sexual misconduct passed away this week at the age of 47 Uh, authorities say that he was found at his home in Norway and um, that it's just you know you look at something like this and and it's tragic and just like tragic coincidence but then like you said Bradley we live in this alternate reality right now we're N- nothing well, is real and everyone is, smokes. <laughs> everything
1: should be suspect, yeah. especially since this is now not the first person to die by suicide connected to Kevin Spacey's groping allegations. And just to, to um, you know, make the uh, the point about um, the individual that passed away, um, Ari Ben, he had accused in 2017, he accused of Spacey of groping him under the table at a Nobel Peace Prize Um Conference like 10 years earlier. So that was the allegation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And well, and then putting just, you know, we're full Cobra ganging this, but there have been multiple people who have passed away within the past year who are connected to sexual assault allegations
1: against so Kevin weird. Spacey. If it, the first time it happened, you're like, oh, that's an awkward coincidence. But now this is the second person. What this else? is the third person. A third person. This is
0: the third person. So to set it up, Linda Culkin was a woman who accused Kevin Spacey of sexual harassment. She was killed in a car crash in February. Now, according to prosecutors who worked on a case related uh, to all of this stuff, they said that she was obsessed with Kevin Spacey, had threatened to kill him. She passed away in a car crash. Then, we don't know who this person was, but there was an anonymous massage therapist who was suing Kevin Spacey for sexual assault, and this person died in September. And that case was actually in the criminal justice system, but, uh, I believe that LA County prosecutors declined to move forward with any kind of criminal investigation against Kevin Spacey <laughs> because, passed away. because he passed away. Because this man had passed away. Uh, you know, I'm not sure on how he passed away. Uh, there was really not a lot of information about this person. And because he did file his suit anonymously as a John Doe. Uh, he allegedly twice, to Kevin Spacey, grabbed this man's hand and guided it to his private parts. He was also accused of grabbing the alleged victim's shoulders and attempt to a- kiss him and trying to fondle him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So... He's. This is the third person who has died who had accusations against Kevin Spacey. And what's
1: equally bizarre is you'll remember sort of the most credible allegations against him that were actually being adjudicated by a court of law sort of melted down. That case melted down this year. So every... Sort of thing that was out there in the world against Kevin Spacey has sort of dropped away.
0: Yeah, and just to tell you about that one, that was that case in Massachusetts Mm -hmm. where Kevin Spacey was accused of sexually assaulting an 18-year-old man in a Nantucket bar in 2016.
1: And his there was this whole kerfuffle in that case about his cell phone, and his mother had gone in and deleted some texts that were... Um, sort of painted him in a bad light that she claims were unrelated to the case at all. She just wanted to protect her son by removing Mm -hmm. those texts. But when that was introduced, um, you know, it kind of it and he would not testify about that for fear of incriminating himself. Um, You know, the case just sort of fell apart. So all of these things when, you know, 2019 started out, it looked like Kevin Spacey would finally be held accountable for. By all accounts, incredibly so, was decades, decades. You'll mm-hmm. remember even the actor Anthony Rapp claimed that Kevin Spacey threw himself on top of the actor, who at that time was like the age of 14, I think. Yeah. So it looked like he would finally be held accountable for these uh, behaviors. Like literally one after another, these credible allegations of the people connected to stories about these allegations or, you know, who had firsthand experience with them have literally either died Uh, Or been, you know, uh, rendered moot by the court system.
0: And I want to say about that case in Massachusetts. Well, the criminal case was dropped. But remember that there was a civil suit regarding this case that was dropped mm, a couple of days before the criminal case was dropped. And there was no explanation on why Mm -hmm. it was just dropped.
1: Exactly. Again. We don't know we don't what know. this all means, I don't, I don't but you've got to believe that something stinks mm-hmm. and uh, generally w- we believe where there's smoke, there's fire. I don't know. I'm just saying also what horrible timing for Kevin, S- Kevin Spacey, who clearly thought with that video he was putting out was Ugh. making some sort of feeble attempt at a comeback. And then all of a sudden a person connected to um, his allegations of you know, just brings all the all of those headlines back um so clearly he uh did himself no favors this week by putting out that video mm-hmm. mm. mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. well you know what we're gonna do when we come back what we're gonna have cheat day friday only <laughs> we're kind of not doing it today but we'll tell you why when we come back right here sorry ryan when we come back right here on my talk on a seven Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 107.1. Happy holidays to you and yours. I hope you're getting through the holidays with happiness. And if not, join us for some laughter. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts along with Ryan as well. Today, Colleen will be back next week. I'll be on the morning show next week. And then we've got another holiday. We're going to get through it. Just deep breaths, everyone. Now, normally at this time of the day slash week, we uh, throw dice, hairy caution to the wind and have a little cheat day.
2: Cheat Day Taste Test. Stick
0: this in your mouth.
1: Well... I say normally because... Today, kids, we're just gonna have to let it go.
0: Yeah, well... Let it go. Boo!
1: Boo! Boo! Now, Ryan is apparently very upset (laughs) by the fact that he is in attendance for a cheat day. Uh, And there's no cheat! We've been cheating for a week, man. This actually, I thought we should bring some like Alka-Seltzer to today's cheat day (laughs) and just a veggie tray. Like Mm -hmm. some thin broth.
0: Oh my, watercress soup. Yeah, watercress.
1: Some some rice gruel. Uh, Mostly because, I don't know about you guys, but I've been eating a lot of naughty foods for the last week, and I really don't yeah. want anything. So. Yeah, a pretzel
0: the size of your head. Oh, you guys,
1: by the way, we're going to we're going to talk about some like food stuffs in a minute, but can we just talk about this pretzel that I had? You
0: shared it on so Instagram.
1: Do you guys like pretzels? Love. Okay. Yeah. Do you like big like bready pretzels, bready, salt? Okay, imagine if you will. A pretzel the size of not your head, your I almost said your ass. <laughs> I just said that. So, as as <laughs> as big as your derrière. It's that big. Mm. And it's not just like a pretzel. Mm-hmm. It's deep fried. Oh. So imagine a pretzel as big as your fanny that's deep fried and then served with two kinds of sauce. Mm. Cheese and mustard? Cheese sauce, no. Oh. And marinara. What?
0: <gasps> a Even sweet
1: better.
2: marinara sauce. Oof. I'm going on your Instagram right now. Yeah, please go on oh my, my Instagram <laughs> and
1: look at that pretzel. I post that thing every year because we have it at... Uh, so Jamie's family is from central Illinois, in a, from a town called Lexington, which is about 20 minutes outside of Bloomington Normal, which some of you may have heard of. And Bloomington, uh, or I should say there's also a city called Pontiac, which is not far from Lexington, that sells something uh
0: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is
1: Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. See before you on Instagram, it's a giant pretzel and it's a restaurant called Bernardi's.
2: And the Bernardi's pretzel is the thing that we get it's every year. Flawless. I mean, usually it's a beautiful sh- thing. Imperfections. I mean, they don't affect the taste at all. But like the the breading will burst a bit. But it's just it just it's perfect. And it's it's like you pull it apart mm. and it's
1: squishy. Yeah. Mm. So it's it's like it's not dry because you know the thing that I hate about those big pretzels is sometimes you'll bite into them and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a little dry and it's a little you know, like chewy, you, right? No, this yeah. was like soft and pillowy. Mm. <sighs> And then on the outside, it was that like deep fried crispy. Yeah. Like it's soaked up a little bit of the oil, but not too much. And then it's crusted with all that yummy salt. Yeah. A good amount too. So what you're telling us, Bradley, oh. is you've
0: already cheated times 10. Yeah. So we're not having any kind of cheating experience yes.
1: today. Also at Bernardi's, we had the fried chicken, uh, which is life changing. And they do this thing. I don't know if you've ever had this before. You can get your dinner served family style, which is not um, what you think it is. Because I think when we think family style, we think of just like a lot of food. Yeah. You know, like it's enough for many people. Family style there means they throw in a side of pasta because their thing is like family. Like their uh, what they're known for is their pasta. So if you get it, if you get your entree, so you get your fried chicken entree family style, it's going to come with a side of pasta. Oh lord. And you can you can split that between their spaghetti and their oh, and their uh tort what's the tortellini? Oh, Is that the goodness. little round a, ones? with the cheese and on the inside. And then they put the meat sauce on top of that. So you get your soup and salad, you get your entree, and then you get your pasta side
0: and your giant pretzel and your
1: giant pretzel. Your stomach is just dough, it's <laughs> yeah, dough. It's, it's <laughs> carbohydrates. Your
0: whole body is a carb right now. <laughs> yeah, just though. your whole I'm existence is a walking,
1: carb, swollen carbohydrate. <laughs> so yes, that's why we're not doing cheat day Friday. And Aww. now I've made you all jealous for yeah. this pretzel at Bernardi's. I apologize. If you're gonna be in that part of the world, you might as well go there because I don't know what better there really is to do. Did you guys have anything amazing for the holidays that you wanna share? I don't wanna I don't wanna just, you know, Suck all the air out of this segment for my pretzel.
0: <laughs> I feel like Ryan probably indulged a
1: lot. You probably had some you nice got, you got Eastern a huge... European
2: treats. Yeah. We did. We, uh, we had a big get together again yesterday. We have, you know, like. Yesterday. Yeah, it was the family skate. We rent out a skating arena, skate around, and then we go over to a house what? and just eat what? and drink where again. Did,
0: where do you? come from ryan uh, (laughs)
2: he comes from people i feel like ryan just has like (laughs) too many people a lot of people in his yeah we had a porchetta we had petita Uh, and uh sarma good old iron range classics that's right so we which by the way you can go have in st paul at the iron ranger iron ranger tom 40 a good buddy of mine
0: now please ryan tell me that somebody in your extended family brought the accordion to the ice skating rink
2: Unfortunately, no. There We've, was no who stole the kishka. No, we did have kishka on Christmas, though. <laughs> I said I thought of you. Yeah, stick
1: with us, and you'll <laughs> learn a lot. And Ryan will share his. That's right. Eastern Slavic roots. It's strange for food. It's a strange thing. Um, all right. When we come back from cheat days that don't exist, to oh, something we are definitely going
2: to talk about: D bag.
1: Yay! We'll be right back
2: you got to check out the new December prizes on My Talk 1071's Listener Awards. December is almost gone, so you got to go there now you, for your chance to win tickets to see Reba or Maroon 5 at the XL Energy Center. We've also got gift cards to Barnes and Noble, Green Mill, and more. All you need to do is get the app or stream online and get registered. You can see all the prizes and Listener Awards on our app or at MyTalk1071.com. And welcome back. I do see
1: a little bit of sunshine poking yeah, out there. Just so a little
0: bit. It was real dark this morning.
1: Get out and enjoy yeah. it, because it ain't going to be around forever. Welcome back to the Colleen... I don't know why I'm talking like a hillbilly. Sarsparilla. Sarsparilla. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's
0: uh, Hillbilly Roberts <laughs> and
1: uh, Ryan...
0: Moonshine Ryan. Moonshine <laughs>
1: He's going to steal your kishka if you're lucky. Uh, He's now.
0: currently just wearing a, a wheel, or not a wheelbarrow, a b- barrel. A barrel,
1: <laughs> yeah, barrel. and uh, carrying around a spatters. jug.
2: Yep. And Very I've neat. got a
1: washboard, and we're going to play it later Great. if you're lucky. <laughs> okay, now let's get back to what we actually do for a living, which is talking about D-bags. Yeah. Yep. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag. Of the day. I always wanted to
2: be in a junk band.
0: Remix. There's still
1: time, Bradley. Live the dream. Okay, so speaking of D bags, uh-huh. basically celebrities behaving badly, uh, my D bag today, guys, is one Chris Jenner.
0: Yay!
1: <sighs> For what's on her feet. Mm. Oh, is it a bunion? No. A wart. No. Hammer toe. I mean, I wouldn't hold that against her, you guys. That's just, that happens with age. Everybody has feet issues. Uh, but this, this particular issue on her feet is totally self-imposed. And by that, I mean, she's wearing the latest version of Yeezys, apparently. And it might be, this might be like a clever product placement. Opportunity.
0: Anything with the Kardashians is a clever product placement opportunity. That's their entire
1: life. So Kris Jenner was bebopping around St. Bart's uh, today and yesterday. Or this Ah, was yesterday, I guess. And she was looking all super chic, as TMZ says, in her all-black outfit. Which I just feel like is not appropriate for the the Caribbeanu this time of year. But anyway, whatever. I won't take issue with that. Um, She does look rather uh, stylish. But on her feet, she is wearing... Now, Ryan, go to this story because, Holly, you know this already. Mm -hmm. I I want Ryan to look at her feet as someone who doesn't know the full story yet. What does it appear that she's wearing on her feet? Uh, Ankle socks. Oh, okay, thank you. Is that Yep. what do you want? uh, Yes. And if it weren't, it would be fine anyway (laughs) because I didn't tell you what I wanted. Ankle socks or maybe, I don't know, as somebody who loves a cruise and likes to be on a beach... Those look like swim socks, right? Like, have you ever seen swim yeah. socks, like the socks you put on under your flippers? Or if you just want to wade out into the water and not step on a sea urchin or something?
0: Do you think that maybe she just went from uh, snorkeling <laughs> yeah. to walking on the streets now, of St. Bart's? She just didn't want to change her outfit.
1: That I thought or would have thought was totally plausible until you read that apparently this is a Yeezy prototype. hmm Apparently, Kanye was seen earlier this year wearing a similar design to the ones that Chris was wearing. And apparently, this newest version of sock shoe, I don't know, uh, is going to run for retail for around 220 bucks. So basically, fashion socks with a sole for Hmm. 220 smackaroons. I feel like we
0: could make these.
1: I mean, I feel like they're already making them on Amazon. And this is what I just love about, like, if, if you or I created this product and tried to sell it, people would be like, uh, that's dumb. Nobody's going to wear socks outside.
0: That's ugly. That's- but he's done this before because there were boots, Yeezy boots, that came out two or three years ago. And they were high-heeled booties, but then the booty was just made of sock
1: Yes. I feel like that's kind of in right now actually, where the like shoe part is a shoe, but then like the ankle part is a sock. He started it. And it's like sewn in. I just think I think that's ugly, but I don't know anything about fair shoes. No,
0: it's ugly. It's the same thing. They're just as perplexing, Bradley, these Yeezy sock booties as booties with open toes. What's the deal with booties with open booties toes? With Why open would toes. you have a boot? You have a full boot with a heel, and it comes up, oh. and then you have an open toe. Yeah, that's What right. the that heck really is the deal that. with those They are What's ugly? The deal? What's the deal? the whole point of wearing a closed-toed shoe is so you don't have to have your stupid, dumb, big toe sticking out. Yeah, I don't understand.
1: True. Anyways. Well, I <laughs> I just want you to know, if you are looking to rock, you know, like, you'll see this a in the rock? Daily Mail. You're going to rock some fashion.
0: You're going to flaunt it.
1: Uh, No, but, you know, you'll see this in the Daily Mail where they'll show somebody like Kris Jenner walking down the street in her new Yeezys and they'll be like, do you want to, you know, buy the look or whatever they call it. You could just go on Amazon and type in, you know, aqua socks. Yeah. And literally you can buy a pair for like 10 bucks and people will think you are sporting the latest Yeezys. You're very fashion forward. you can just tell them that.
0: Yeah. Elf shoes is what they were being called on the internet at one point in time when Kanye West was wearing them back in April. Oh,
1: okay. Mm -hmm. Elf shoes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Anyway, this is where we're all headed. Just know that at some point, (sighs) your grandma is going to be gifted a pair of elf shoes from Kanye West. That's where we're all headed. So that's my D-bag. And also, she's my D-bag because she's in St. Bart's, and I am not in St. Bart's Mm -mm. with Pippa Middleton and her mom and all the other celebrities who are there this time of year, including, but not limited to, what's his name? Because we looked up his yacht, even though he's in Anguilla, which is not far away from St. Bart's.
0: David Geffen.
1: David Geffen. All the rich people. Mm -hmm. That's where they are. mm -hmm.
0: We looked. mm -hmm. We did. I I got a D-bag, Bradley. Who's your D-bag? My D-bag is... It's a combo platter. It's James Corden and Page Six.
1: Oh, fun. Now, James Corden, he's one of those people we're supposed to like. So why are we not liking on him today? Supposed to like
0: him. All right. James Corden, theater actor, late night talk show host, and D-Bag.
1: All right. He's the karaoke and cars guy. Right.
0: Yeah, he is, isn't he? Well, so this D-bag, let me put this D-bag into context for you, Bradley, because you've been gone this past week. So Cats came out, the movie Cats. James Corden is one of the stars of the film Cats. Cats only made $6 million at the box office this weekend on a $100 million budget. It's a flop, a big time flop. James Corden was asked about his experience on the film Cats by, I believe, either Jonathan Ross or Graham Norton, a British talk show host. Yeah. James Corden, top billing in Cats, by the way, mm. mm-hmm. told them that he hasn't even seen the movie yet, and he said that he heard he's heard it's terrible.
1: Um... <laughs> Okay.
0: okay, he plays Bustafer Jones in Cats. So if you're familiar with the musical, you know the character. Uh, Bustafer Jones, by the way, is one of the cats who is fully clothed. I don't think he has pants on now that I look at the picture carefully, but you wouldn't be able to tell because of the crappy special effects. I digress. Well, now his people and page six are doing damage control because oh. nobody was buying the fact that James Corden had not watched the film Cats. He was at the premiere in New York City last week.
1: Uh, okay.
0: And walked the carpet for the movie. He was there, standing at the step and repeat. But here's the deal, Bradley. Here's what was really going on, according to page six. They're saying that James Corden, he left the New York City premiere of the movie Cats early to fly to L.A. to film an adaptation of another Broadway musical called The Prom. So he was busy, you guys. Oh, he He I didn't have time
1: to actually look at this piece of crap, because I was busy doing my next project. Oh, yes. Like, well, like what... (laughs) What does it mean if he did see it? I mean, the movie's already been made, so, like, big deal. Right. It's just that you're going to have to admit the movie was bad?
0: Well, that's the thing, where it's like, look, the movie Cats is a big turd. It's a flop, and it's going to become a notorious... Probably it will get a cult following at one point or another, but the fact that James Corden said, I haven't heard it, I heard that it's terrible, like, he was already trying to distance himself from the movie, where, in fact, he should just be like, yeah, I saw the movie, and it was crap.
1: So, now, we know, it, and, you know, um, we always say contemporary investigation is, you know, generally a futile endeavor. Yeah. Um Feudal. Yes. Endeavor. Not feudal. Like, um, you know, you have a bunch of serfs working in the land and then you tax them to the point that they can't like make any money for themselves and then they starve and die. Mm -hmm. And then you end up with, you know, a different system. Um, I mean, futile effort. But my point is, um, Oh, the cats, the crappy cats. So have people talked to, like, the people that are in this movie besides James Corden, have they acknowledged that this movie has been a total buzzard? Because you've got some big names, and I feel like at some point, they're going to have to account for the fact that this movie, like, they're going to have to acknowledge, rather, not account for, acknowledge that this movie was a flop. I mean, Judy Dench, Ian McKellen, I mean, these aren't nobodies. Taylor Swift, even, I mean, for as much uh, doo-doo as we throw taylor swift's way like she's an astute person i feel like there are a lot of people who made some really bad choices by being in this film and they're gonna have to explain like why that all happened right
0: i think during the press junkets you're right bradley for the movie cats they would have people do interviews two at a time and i think that some of the actors were joking that like we don't even know what the movie's about it's weird it's cats you know cats it's a wit. Nobody knows what it's really about, but just come and see it and have a fun time. But I think that the reason why I'm calling James Corden and Page Six my D-bag of the day is that now they have devoted many column inches explaining the fact that James Corden hasn't seen this movie. So now they want to save face for him when, in fact, they just all should come out and be like, yeah, boy, woof, that movie. That was.
1: Yeah. Well, nobody and presumably nobody, including James Corden wants to be the first person out to say, yeah, this is a a flaming uh, litter box. Yeah, exactly.
0: But we've, it's out there now. So you might as well just lean into it, but James Corden's people not wanting him to look, bad quote-unquote are doubling down with this narrative that oh no no he was at the premiere but then he had to leave because he had to go to work
1: and honestly you're probably going to see that from a lot of other people Mm -hmm. as they scramble to sort of save face post i I think there is still so much more to be said about this this movie uh sort of you know bursting into flames
0: it's fine it's burst into flames and now we're just looking at the flaming glitter box. Just, I wish everyone who is involved in cats would just, you know, have a little sense of humor about it. But I know that there's a lot of money at stake. And, you know, people put in a lot of time and effort. And sometimes you just have a flaming pile of poo and that's okay. You just stomp on it <laughs> and you move on.
1: And you hope that it does really good in other markets.
0: Exactly. Where they can
1: play with the translation. I don't know, turn it into some kind of weird, I don't know. <laughs> Yes. good luck to them <laughs> yes hey when we come back can we talk about some things that are working our last nerves please i had to spend some time in an aeropuerto and um you know airports are just one of those places that bring out the best And by that i mean the worst in people and we'll talk about why when we return here on my talk 107.1 Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. It's Holiday Friday, number one. I think there's going to be another Holiday Friday next week because yeah. we're kind of just in that two week in between time. Don't worry, though, every show is staffed with some of the bestest voices in radio, including but not limited to. Ryan from Donna and Steve, Holly from The Colleen and Bradley Show, myself, Bradley Trainer. From
0: The Colleen and Bradley
1: Show. Yes, oddly (laughs) enough. And uh, Colleen will be back next week. I'll be on The Morning Show next week. It'll be uh, a cavalcade uh, continuing all week long. Now, uh, we need to talk about something that's working my last nerve. Listen,
0: I'm telling you, you're
1: getting on my last nerve. Colleen and Bradley present... Working
0: my last nerve. You are stepping on my last nerve.
1: Okay, oh. we need to talk about some of you people. Uh oh, at the airport. Uh oh, I know. Yeah, you over there. So uh, that's who he's talking about. Like many, yes. <laughs> yeah, you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, like many people, I traveled over the holidays to see family. And that required an airport on this particular occasion. And uh, normally, I'm kind of trying to be like, especially if I'm in a good mood and I'm doing the holiday thing. I'm not frazzle dazzle. I don't it's got the kids.
0: most wonderful time, time of the, of the year. year.
1: Except for people with kids. Because, man, I don't know how you guys do it. <clears throat> Traveling. So I just feel like I get to be a little footloose and fancy free. I'll let the people who got issues deal with the issues. Here's the thing. I just want to call out one individual in particular.
0: Uh oh. It's you.
1: And it's it's the gentleman (laughs) at uh, Baggage Claim yesterday. Uh huh. So, do you guys, can I ask you? I just want to, I want to get, I want to know if I'm being unnecessarily fussy. Let's say you have to go pick up your bags. Where do you stand at the baggage reclamation area, that like belt thing? you know the bags just go around in a circle when you are waiting like let's say the bags have not started flowing yet where are you
0: the bags aren't flowing yeah i'm waiting by the garbage can near the baggage claim that i'm supposed to get my bag at meaning i'm not hovering around the belt yet because there's literally no point there are no bags yeah i'm just gonna chill and hang loose in the back
1: now the bags start flowing are you moving
0: moving. I'm going to move a little closer. I'm going to keep within eye distance of the chute where the bags fall out. And then when I see my bag, I will approach the belt and then grab my bag and then I will leave.
2: Ryan. Yes. How do you feel on the matter? Uh, You know, I think uh, this could be analogous to those who who stand up right when the plane lands. This may or may not be what you're getting at here. But uh, it's not like what are you gonna do? Your bag's not gonna come down because uh, you were you were you would crowd the uh, yes this turnstile whatever mm-hmm. it's called. So you know you mind mm-hmm. your own business, stay out of people's way. Don't yeah. get, don't crowd. Certainly yeah. not crowd. Oh. Thank you. So I'm, I'm staying. I'm just staying Thank in, I'm, you. off of my island. Do You're we get both, dings?
1: You both get dings to the left. The dongs, however, can go to the right because the dongs in this particular story, the things that, uh, that were working my last nerve, and it's. And I'm sorry, no, I can't say for sure, but I kind of feel like it's usually men. But um, maybe not always. But yesterday there was this guy and he like, he took his, actually, no, there was a woman too. They took their bags and put, like they had a carry-on with them, right? Mm-hmm. Put their carry-ons down uh, like against the belt thing and stood right on the belt essentially. Well, and not that they, they weren't standing on it, but they were like standing right up against it. Hovering over Hovering. It. And as the things start coming out, I'm like, you guys, this is not that hard. Literally, everybody stands six feet back. Watch for your bag. When your bag comes out, step forward, grab your bag, leave. Because inevitably what happened was those two yehus who were standing against the the belt, essentially... Other people would have to maneuver around them because they were standing right at the front where the bags spit out. Yeah. And there were enough people sort of crowding that you have to like maneuver and then inevitably you're going to hit somebody. And I just stood back watching this whole thing thinking to (laughs) myself, like I just wanted to put my hand up and go, okay, everyone, (laughs) can we all just take six feet, you know, six steps back, you see your bag, then you go forward. But people, there are just people who have that tension. Mm -hmm. Yes. And to your point, Ryan, I think these are the same people who stand up immediately. There was a guy who who was like three seats behind me who somehow ended up off the plane before I did because he was in such a hurry. Now, sometimes people have a connecting flight, I get it. Um, that does happen. But there are those people who you see them jump up the minute that plane dings. Oh, know, yeah, when they've come mm-hmm. to a full and complete stop. And it's just like we're not getting I mean you're not really getting anything that much faster. No, by doing.
0: No, I'm just getting some butt cheeks in my face because my neighbor is kicking and stretching right when the ding goes off in the plane. These people are also I bet that those people that you saw, Bradley, at the airport yesterday are the same people who I don't know if there's a term for it, but it's when you're boarding the plane and you're at the gate mm-hmm. And then that weird human blob forms. Oh God! And people get real pushy. Yep. And they get real in your face. Yep. And they're trying to board as soon as humanly possible. Yep. And I don't, I don't know what we call <laughs> I, that. What do we call that?
1: I don't know. Just impatient people. And I have to admit that in in my past, I have been that person. The
0: only time I justify being one of the members of the human blob is most of the time I don't check my bags and I have a carry-on, and I'm cheap, which means yes. I'm boarding last. Yep. Like, I am boarding in Zone Z. Yep. I'm practically sitting on the wing.
1: And you're afraid you're not going to get overhead carry-on Yeah, because space. then they're going to make space. me
0: check my bag, and I'm just like, the whole point of me bringing on the carry-on and paying for the carry-on is so that I don't have to check it and I don't have yeah. to wait down by the trolley thing.
1: I do I do understand, like, that to me is the only sort of, like, I understand that, that like, stress of, like, I just want to get overhead, because then you have the people who... Take your space, yeah, on like above your seat because oh. they're afraid of going down to their seat then and not get getting the any people space.
0: Who put their jackets? Oh no! Up in the overhead. You wait bin. to
1: put your jackets up. You wait to put your jackets up until everybody has put their bag yeah. away,
0: and then <laughs> you take up all the space, or you don't put your jacket there at all, and you hold your jacket like a big boy and a big girl.
1: I do think it would be helpful. <laughs> I do think it would be helpful to have you know uh, air airport etiquette on occasion yeah uh seminars and mm-hmm. maybe like you would get like a free baggage check coupon or something so you can get like a free uh, you know, get your luggage check for free one time by going to one of these classes. I
0: think we need to write a major airline and okay. give them a
1: suggestion. All right, Delta, if you're mm-hmm. listening. Okay. Hi. Okay. Hey, when we come back here on the, <laughs> the Colleen and Bradley show, thanks for letting us vent. Um, in case you missed it, we want to catch up on some celebrity gossip you may have missed over the holidays, including, but not limited to George Michael, Madonna, Kim Kardashian and Saudi Arabia. We'll be right back.